Texas Standard and public radio stations across the Lone Star State have been working together to help you make sense of the midterms through our Texas Decides Project, inviting listeners to send in their questions. And all this week, we're answering them. Bonnie Petrie of Texas Public Radio in San Antonio takes it from here. Our question asker is Patsy Culver, CPA. But I'm also an artist, which are not two things that usually go together. I live in Alpine, Texas. Uh, And I'm born and bred in Texas. And Patsy's wondering about law and order. My question is, Texas is fairly unique in that we elect our judges. I have not found anywhere uh, that I can find the positions on the judges that are running this year. Okay, so this shouldn't be too hard. I'm a reporter. I have Google. (laughs) There are, huh. More than 3,000 elected judges in Texas. Texas is one of just six states that pick members of their Supreme Court this way. Huh. One of just six that pick appellate court justices this way. And one of nine states that lets voters pick district court judges. Why do we do this? Well, it goes back in history. This system was set up before the Civil War and then reintroduced after the Civil War. It has not been modified seriously since 1891. So to an extent, we're still in the horse and buggy days. St. Mary's School of Law professor Wayne Scott says this system was fine in horse and buggy days when most people lived in small towns and everyone knew everyone. Then when you voted for a judge, you knew who you were voting for and what you were getting. As we become an urbanized society, that's changed. And it's more difficult now to know who you're voting for or who's running for which office. Well, I wonder how judges feel about this whole setup. I guess I'll have to ask one. How about Judge Sandy Marion? I currently serve as the Chief Justice of the Fourth Court of Appeals in San Antonio, Texas. She's been a judge for 26 years, and she's had to run for this office several times. For myself, it was um, very difficult to campaign for office because you have to raise money, you have to ask people for money, you have to really tout yourself. And I remember feeling very uncomfortable doing those things. And you have to pick a party. But once you get elected, you really have to take that political hat off. And it's it's not always easy for everyone to do. When Judge Marion runs, she knows it's difficult for voters to learn about her. So you have to get the word out through commercials. I always feel like mail-outs are good and appropriate. But again, that's just your side of the story, right? So she says you can't only rely on a candidate's promotional material or yard signs. If you're voting simply because you saw that sign or you saw that one candidate had more signs than the other, that is absolutely no indication of the qualifications of that individual for the bench. Now, for years, our questioner, Patsy, had been getting intel on candidates for judge through the grapevine. I would ask people who I knew in the legal profession who they would recommend. And what do our experts agree is a great way to learn about candidates for judge? Calling a lawyer or your lawyer and asking them to tell you about that judge. Lawyers know who's a good judge or who's a good candidate for judge. So there's really no easy shortcut here. You have to do the work to learn about the judges you'll be voting for. And Judge Marion hopes you will. It's such an important role that the judiciary plays in our system. And I just hope that voters will take the time to learn about them. Educating yourself is the most important thing that you can do 
to ensure that we have a strong judicial system. For the Texas Standard, I'm Bonnie Petrie in San Antonio. And if you do want to get started researching the judges that will be on your ballots, you can check out our interactive voter guide at texasdecides.org.